Welcome back to Switched On, a platform for our emerging generations who are looking at belonging to a community that upholds what it means to learn and grow from life's experiences in order to fulfill one's potential, becoming more switched on in the process. Enjoy the episode. Let's go. Welcome back to the Switch On podcast. Back in the booth with Brayden and we're joined by Julian Pace, who's the CEO of Happiness Co, who Brayden and I have been working with for the past year or so. How are you, Jules? Hey, boys. Always good to see you. I love jumping on the podcast with you. I think it's like my second time on the Switched On podcast, but obviously the Happiness Co Upside podcast, I think we've done a heap together. Yep. Yes. Yep. It's, um, yeah. It's always good to have you in, mate. you man of a lot of knowledge um, and a lot of insight, so it's always good. Thank you. And you're just before you guys get into the uh, you know, the dance of today, it's a great t-shirt. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yours is good too. Well, it sort of links up because these are these two are the immortal immortals. Immortals. Yeah. So it sort of links up. Mate, well, two of the greatest of all time. Mate, you've got to have your idols on you all the time, I reckon. Absolutely. Yeah, who, who, do you boys, who do you lads reckon? The greatest so, of all time? Yeah. No, just to me, Jordan. Like, I'm know. the same. But I think the boys... Kobe man? I'm a massive Kobe man, but... Le- 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 what I love about Le- Kobe Bryant, Le- though, Le- is... Bron like, is done. <laughs> There's always like mannerisms or qualities that they possess, and I, I I love the story about Kobe Bryant of how many three three point shots you'd take at training. Yeah. I think that's just a definition of the guy's character, right? Mm. Yeah, which is that's why he's just he's just, a, uh, just yeah, it's not it's not insane. We could talk about it all day, but we'll we'll carry on with today's topic, which is we are talking about authenticity and vulnerability. But before we get into it. How was your morning, mate? What have you been up to? Mate, solid morning. Uh, just took it easy with the kids. Ran around the house a little bit. Uh, we played this game called Slow Mo, which is like a bit of hide and seek, but like then I have to do it really slow apparently. So I spent most of my morning just chasing the kids around the house. You do, you do need to slow down a bit. Cause, yeah. I, mean, I know you got the last name Pace, but bloody hell, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe sometimes. my kids have got the answer to that because they do make me slow down a little bit in the game because if I don't, they lose their marbles. So. <laughs> I like it. What about yourself, mate? <laughs> what do I do? I think I went just... Took a pretty cruise this morning. Went to the beach because weather's warming up a bit. It's mm. beautiful. Love it. You like it. Uh, I went and did a swim at the pool this morning. Hey. Um, oh. So just trying to get a little bit better at my my strokes because I'm uh, a very poor swimmer. Fish out of water. Were you wearing yeah. sp- were you wearing speedos? Yeah, I was wearing. No, I wasn't wearing speedos. I was wearing the budgie smugglers. Oh, Shout the budgie. out to budgie smugglers yeah. if you just want to, you know. Yeah, help but us out. budgies man. But, yeah, like big budgies man. Um, Love it, mate. Got to wear them. Yeah, you got. I appreciate you getting the gangster on. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, so we're going to talk about vulnerability and authenticity because they go hand in hand, really. You can't be authentic unless you're vulnerable, really. So um, yeah, good topic to talk about. But I'd love to start us off with what you think they are and how they sort of tie in together. Yeah, I think firstly, vulnerability should be, uh, sorry, authenticity should be really easy. It's really hard to fake who you are. You think about it, like trying to pretend you're someone that you're not. Or like things that you don't like. Like I think there's two types of energies in this world. There's energy giving and there's energy taking. Being authentic should give you energy and being inauthentic should take your energy. Yeah. Make, making sense? Yeah, yeah. Like so what charges you? If you think about a battery source or where you get your power from or your energy from, tell you what, if you're being inauthentic all the time, you're going to be drained, deflated, bored, you know, lacking passion. And well, purpose. it's going to lead to things like in time, maybe like, low self-esteem, depression, things like that. Absolutely. And also, you look at yourself in the mirror and you might have a lot of friends and you might look in yourself in the mirror and not like who you are. Or you have a bunch of friends and you see them at a party and you walk into a room and feel completely alone. That's the truth. Mm, I've, I've definitely had that experience before when I was a young man walking into a room full of people that were my mates 
and I felt completely alone. And the reason why is because I wasn't authentic. I was being who other people wanted me to be. Yeah. And you conform. And then you're kind of like, how the hell did I get here? And I don't know if I even like myself. And what do I like about myself? And that's really challenging. So what gives you energy should be being authentic. What lights you up is the version of yourself that's true. And what drains your energy should be when you're not being. And that's just a bit of a, a limits test for people. Yeah. Well, I think a, a good thing to touch on there is uh, we, when we talk about the persona and the ego and, and things like that out of schools, that persona is if, yeah, like you said, if you're trying to be someone else instead of being who you, who you truly are and it, that sort of mask that you put on is, is very like energy costing because you're spending like, like say you're at school, spending all this energy and time being someone who you're not. Mm. And yeah, it's just so costing on your emotions and your physical. Like even like even being interested in brands or topics or cars. If you're not into cars, but you like act to pretend like you're into cars just so you want to make other people like you. Well, I understand the power of wanting to be validated, but when we don't know who we are and we're not being authentic, what ends up happening is this. You end up seeking validation in all the wrong places and all the wrong people. Yes. Have you ever known someone who's stayed in a relationship way too long? Yeah. Yeah. And that was yeah. toxic? Mm-hmm. Because like you're there, but you shouldn't be there. Or you have a friendship uh, friendship group or circle that makes you feel shit and less than, but you still stay hanging out with this, uh, these bunch of mates or a job that you hate. The reason why I say this is because we all seek validation in this world. The question is, do you seek it from yourself or others? And if you're seeking it from others too often, too much, you'll find that it's easy to fall into conforming and being inauthentic to be liked. So how do you become comfortable with who you are then which is your second part vulnerability mm. like you have to expose yourself you have to embrace those imperfections absolutely and the discomfort of exploring who you are and also knowing that maybe people don't like you and that's the key not everyone's going to like you and that's the first step to life recognizing accepting not everyone's going to like you because that's the first step to being vulnerable yeah which is like i know i have to be brave to be vulnerable so the first step is to be brave to decide that you're going to be yeah. the second part of that is realizing that you might not like me for it you might like me but you you might not and you have to be okay with that because okay well you're my type of people your vibe always attracts your tribe think about yes. the energy the vibes that you're sending off yeah your what you're vibing i've got such great people around me honestly whoops, whoops. i do i do <laughs> i have some of the best people around me and i've had them for a long time but the reason why is i think the person you are attracts the things that you want yeah. So if you're being inauthentic, you attract more inauthentic people. Fair? If you are not being real and vulnerable, you attract people that aren't being vulnerable. And we have a lot of fake relationships in this world. Anyone can have a relationship, but the true key to life is having the right ones. Yeah. So you've got to have that, that courage to be to embrace your imperfections, but then also connection to, I guess, other people and who else. Yeah. Is- well, I love relating that to uh, Carl Jung's philosophy of conf- confronting your shadow mm. because, yeah, having, having the bravery and the courage to turn around and yeah, embrace those parts of the unconscious self that come out because if you don't, then it's you're eventually going to project it onto others. Yep. So there's negative things. Yeah. And-, and then and then you might not be vulnerable because when you, I think when you when you're vulnerable, it gives others a license to be vulnerable as well permission and, and it, help, it helps them um, be vulnerable and then you're able to further build relationships you're able to further, um, find out more about yourself which i think is really important well well authenticity to me is doing the things that you said you do and no one's watching yeah, yeah. that's to me what it is like 
because you can't seek validation from someone that's not there. So we talk a lot about cold showers. I have a cold shower every single morning without fail. There's no way that you guys would be able to validate that for me because you're not in the bathroom with me, right? But I know I'm doing it. It's the promises that you're making to yourself. The things that you're doing when no one's watching, what you're working on, Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax off. That is how you work on building your authenticity. Strength, it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the more it builds, the stronger it is. And then you back it. You're like, you know what? I actually like this. I feel better. When we feel better as people, we take better action. The way that we feel good as people is being true to who we are. Yeah? Because yeah. if not, you're going to get caught up in pleasure, other people, uh, short-term success. But knowing who you are means that you like who you are. When you like who you are, you feel good about who you are. When you feel good about who you are, you take better action in this world. Yeah. So authenticity is a superpower if you can work on using it. The reason why we don't do it is because of the shame and the guilt and the discomfort of the emotions that come with being vulnerable. Yeah. Because people don't like to share the things about themselves that I think that you're going to reject me for. And that fear that you're going to get called out. Yeah. Called out. It's like I'm less than. And you see it everywhere you go. For the young people listening this, to this podcast, it's like if I'm not doing something extravagant with my life, I'm not good enough. <laughs> and this... We call them universal fears. And it doesn't matter what age you are, where you are in the world. These are the same fears. Number one, the fear of being rejected. Number two, the fear of not being good enough. And number three, the fear of not being loved. If you reject me, you won't love me. If you don't love, So if you reject me, I won't be good enough for you. If I'm not good enough for you, you won't love me. If you don't love me, I'll never be good enough for you. And you'll always reject me. That's how people operate. So if being vulnerable means that you reject me, the price is too much to pay because it means I'm not good enough and I can't be loved. That's what we fear. So example, then you just live a lie because you're not truly being honest. Which a lot of people are doing. Exactly. So people say, well, I didn't lie to you because I didn't say this or that. But you're being dishonest by not telling the truth. Fair? Mm -hmm. So that's still dishonesty. For me, I dropped out of school when I was 13 years old because I can't read and I can't write. I got severe dyslexia. That wasn't really showcased in my life until I was 26, 27. You wouldn't have known that. I didn't tell you that because I was like, you're going to think I'm dumb. And if I'm dumb, you're going to think I'm stupid. Then what worth, what worth do I have in my life if you think I'm silly and dumb? And who's going to listen to me? But then what I realized is like, you know what? Just because I can't read doesn't make me not an incredible person. You work on other crafts. So what we do is that we love to keep our shame in the darkness or as you said, the shadows. Yeah. To truly be vulnerable, you have to expose your shame. The only way that you do that is sunlight. Best way to expose your shame is sunlight, confronting your shadows, exposing them. Hey, I can't read. Does anyone not like me for that? You don't? See you later. You like me? Cool. Work. That's how you build your tribe. If you don't like me for something I'm not, then maybe we're not going to vibe together. There's another thing that caused me a lot of shame as a young man is that after my dad had passed away, but before he passed away, I said some really horrible things to him before he died. And that shame is I'm a bad person. Shame and guilt are different, right? And they consume us. Shame is I'm a bad person and guilt is I've done something bad. That's the way for young people to understand these two powerful things that consume many people. I'm a bad person because I said, I'm a, I'm a horrible person because I even said these horrible things. I feel guilty because I said them to them in the first place. And that shame and guilt crippled me. How do I know that? Because I never told my mom about it, my brother about it, my sister about it. Why? Because I was so scared if I told them about what I said, they would hate me too. Mm. They already hated me. That shame consumed me. Then five years later, I opened up about it. I was vulnerable and said, I said some really horrible things to my dad before he died and I, I, hate, I hate myself for it. 
and allowed me to start to heal. The only way you can truly heal is to feel heard. Yep. Truly heal to feel heard. If you're not being vulnerable, you can't ever heal. You can't heal the parts of you that you're not willing to expose. So you have to be okay with sitting in the discomfort of the things that you share about your vulnerability. Yeah. And people may not like you for it, but that's not the reason why you're vulnerable. You're being vulnerable for yourself so you can be the best version of yourself. Yeah. Well, with that healing, that ability of vulnerability to it allows you to accept and acknowledge the things that you've been through and the things that you're maybe not so good at. So your weaknesses and instead of, yes, yeah, it's good to focus on your strength, but yeah, your vulnerabilities, once you've sort of addressed them and then acknowledge that they're there, kind of just, yeah, like you said, starts begins the healing process or like then you can start getting better at that certain thing. Yeah. And think, and think about attachment and power. When you are vulnerable and you're willing to expose yourself to the discomfort of it all, your shame and the things that you attach to have no longer any power over you. Because if I don't tell you, it's got power over me. Fair? But if I do tell you and I don't care about the outcome, then it has no power over me. Because mm. you're choosing to be able to do it anyway. So you've got to be brave regardless of outcome. And it is one way I can describe the power of being vulnerable to lead to authenticity because I think vulnerability is the first step to becoming authentic. Sure. Because you can't have it without the other. You can't be authentic without being vulnerable. But to be truly vulnerable, you have to decide this. I've got to be brave regardless of outcome because you're not always going to get what you want by being authentic. Yeah. You're not always going to get what you want by being vulnerable. But it's not about doing it because of what you get. It's about doing it because it generates who you are. If you live your life by what you get, you'll never be happy. You should live by life, your life by what you give and you should be giving your best version, your most authentic version of yourself to the world, to well, your relationships. Off that, like we've talked about this before, you and, you and me about past career and letting go of what I thought that was and who, that, who I wanted to be. And realistically, it wasn't who I was and I didn't like the person I was and I was putting on this mask to be someone that i wasn't even in that environment mm. and it wasn't until i guess we chatted and, and discussed over multiple conversations that i actually realized who i wanted to become and be my authentic self and i guess i'm saying this because it, it takes it can take time Absolutely. to actually accept who you really are and who you want to be because like like i lost a lot of my identity my purpose my passion and it's hard to become someone when you your whole identity you think is this and you th and everything every action every everything you literally do is to become this type of person and when that's i guess for me it was taken away i was like that was my per that was like who i was about to actually be vulnerable and come out and say no nah, that's not i didn't like that person i didn't like who i was and to be brave enough took time but for an example like it helped me grow and it all came from being vulnerable. Now I literally live a life of authenticity, which is big, but it's off the back of what you just said about being vulnerable and opening up and being brave. But it's powerful, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's, it's liberating and freedom to you to wake up every day and live your life the way you truly are. I feel like the pressure expectation just drops away. And are we saying that you're going to get authenticity right every day? No. No. You're not always going to shop as your best self, as your authentic self, but you've got to work hard on when you get it wrong 
to get it right. So self-compassion is really important. So when you get it wrong, don't oh beat yourself up. I'm a yeah, terrible yeah. person because I wasn't authentic today. You know what? Dust yourself up. So dust yourself off, get up the next day and then go again. That's the beauty about people. They don't have enough self-compassion for themselves. The best thing about life is that you get to wake up tomorrow morning and be better tomorrow than you were today. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't like how authentic you were today, wake up tomorrow morning and do it again. Don't beat yourself up for what you didn't do. Just work harder on being better. I, I believe that being better is a superpower too. Wanting to generate being better. It's not about being authentic all the time. It's about being brave to try, reflect, self-compassion, you go again. Yeah. And you go again and you go again because we talked about this before, strength over time. The repetition. As you get stronger in your authenticity, you know how to sharpen it more. But when you're first starting out, you might do it once well and then you do it two times bad and you think, oh, it's all too much. Progress over perfection in this. We're still working on it because we grow, we change. But it's really, really important because being stuck in an identity of a, attachment to a job or a thing is not authenticity, mm-hmm. which is what you just described. Yeah. Because you know our value doesn't come from what we have or what we do. Our value comes from who we are. So if you're trying to be authentic around things that you do and the outcomes that you seek in life, that's not true authenticity. Authenticity is about you. So how do you on the how do you sure you hanging out with mates and they want to do this and it goes against who you are as a person, who you're trying to be? How do you become brave enough to say no? And how important is that? Yeah, it's it's incredibly important because I think if you want to change and shift and grow, you're gonna to have to say a lot of no's in your life. Yeah. No is a superpower. Yes. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not going out tonight partying. No. I'm going to sit home tonight. When FOMO kicks in, no. When someone's putting someone else down, no. Because if you're authentic and you hate kind, uh, un- people being unkind, you've got to stick up for people when people are being unkind. If you don't like bullying in your workplace and people are getting bullied, you've got to be authentic and say, hey, that's not how we treat people. Even when someone says, oh, shut up, mate. It's like, no, that's not what we do here. Would you see like school, man? Like You walk around at school, like even when I was in school and it happens now, just... Someone will be bullying someone, and you just walk past. You don't well, yeah, and like, I guess if you're, a, you're if you are your authentic self, you're going to stand up for those yeah. things. You're going to well, stand up and know that, that it's takes, wrong. That takes that bravery. Well, think about the power of being brave. And to me, being brave is probably one of the qualities I put above anything else. Because before you do something, you have to deal with the fear and the uncertainty, and and you're scared. So being brave is key. So bad things happen all the time in this world because good people let it. Let that sink in for a second. Bad things happen all the time in this world to good people because good people stand by and do nothing. Mm. I see you bullying him and putting him down and I say nothing, but I know it's wrong. I'm a good person, but I stood by and did nothing. I question people on this. What you say and what you do determines how brave you are. And you should stick up for people that are in need. You should do the right thing even when it's hard. Doing the right thing is always the right thing and you should build your authenticity around that. Even if people say, get lost, mate, you're a loser. But I don't care what you're saying to me because your words don't land on me because I'm, I'm a bigger person than you. I have a greater mindset than you. Work on never letting people's criticism of you land because I think what happens with authenticity is that it comes with criticism. Sure. Yeah, yeah it was going to be criticized. You, you cannot, you're never going to be able to please everyone by being your true self and that's fine like you you disregard that and like connect with the people that do resonate with you from you being your authentic self and let's go back to before you're right but it's it's freeing and liberating to be able to show up every day and have self-expression like what you want to wear 
and not feel worried about what people think of you and be the person that you want to be without worrying about what people think of you. Like, ah, oh, people judging me, what are they saying? But just be so comfortable in yourself. And that's the key. Think about comfort when you're sick and you just want to go home and wrap yourself up in your blanket and sit there and you want to feel comfort. Emotional comfort is to be so okay with being comfortable as the version of yourself that you want to be. So if you were, if you were to say, if you want to start being, trying to be a bit more vulnerable and authentic, definitely start taking care of yourself first. Huge part yeah. of it. And, and again, as I said before, be brave, be okay with rejection. Yeah. And this is a hard thing to learn, but you've got to learn it. A big zero fucks of what people think of you. Yeah, I love that. If you want a meaningful life, <laughs> if you want a meaningful life, you have to have meaningful problems. I tell you what a meaningful problem is not. If you want a petty life, have petty problems. A petty problem is spending way too much of your time in life wondering what people think of you. And if they like you, that is a petty problem and you have a petty life. Spend your life having meaningful problems, chasing your dreams, finding purpose, being authentic, being brave, being a good person, making the world better, you know, being a good parent, being a good mate. Waste your time, not waste your time. You, you will waste your time in petty problems and we all do. You know, think about the social media and how bad social media is for people. Likes and, you know, how many friends I have following me. Rather than, what's, what's giving your life substance? Mm. Talk about it before with energy giving and energy taking. Focus on becoming such an authentic person that it gives you energy. And you know how you'll know it? Because people, I love being around that person. They're genuine. How, how many times in your life have you been around someone who's really genuine and really enthusiastic and authentic and it makes you feel amazing? Yeah, yeah. isn't it refreshing and you can feel it. you feel the emotions you feel the buzz like and I'm sitting right with them mate. Yeah. Oh, well thank you but you know people I, I, people say this to me all the time like when they when I'm up and about I'm really just in my authentic self they're like oh I just love being around your energy because energy is infectious yeah so when you're being your authentic self you talk about permission you don't even have to say how hey, I give you permission you give it by just being yourself it's like you radiate this positivity in the world and people just vibe on that and they become more positive. That's why they say you are, the, on average, the five people that you spend your time with. Yes. So if you're spending time with inauthentic people, and you mentioned it before, you can feel it. Your instincts and your gut will tell you these types of things. You've got to yeah. listen to it. It may seem cool to be there, but it doesn't feel right. It's probably not right. You may feel, you may think that you're popular, but if you don't like who you are, then it's not worth it. You might have some cool shit that you like and everyone says, oh, how awesome is that, Brayden? You, you may think that's awesome, but if you don't feel it, you've got to trust that part of you that is beyond logic. Emotions and logic don't go together, but you've got to trust your gut and you've got to trust how you feel. I like how you, like going back a little bit, how you said being comfortable, like whatever your style is, whatever you wear. Pretty funny because on my way to work today, I got, got my pop, my nana pop staying with me at the moment and my pop goes, mate, don't you have to go to work today? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to go. And he goes, what do you mean? You can't, are you wearing this to work? And I said, yeah, like, he goes, don't you have a uniform? And I'm like, yeah, when we go to schools or when we go to corporate, we have a full uniform and proper outfit. But he goes, so what? You can literally wear whatever you want, feel comfortable. I'm like, yeah, like I can wear what I want, be who I want, and I can like just be comfortable. And he was like shocked. I guess in the old times, a little bit different. Yeah. But I'm just saying that because like if I came to work in like, for me, I love shorts, loose shirts, like feel comfortable and that's me where I feel like if I'm in, I guess, you know, tight jeans and boots and jackets and long shirts and for me, that's not who I am. So like that's when I feel uncomfortable. 
Mm. So I guess when you feel more comfortable with yourself, you can, I guess, achieve what you want to achieve, feel better about yourself, you feel happier, and you're not always wondering like, oh, this doesn't suit me, this doesn't look good for me, do I fit in here? Like, it's very yeah, powerful. I just really like that. Because you know what it leads to, and everyone wants more of it, and they wonder what's the ingredient to getting it? Self-confidence. Yeah. Mm. You know, people talk about, I want to be more confident as a speaker. I want to be more confident with um, girls or guys. I want to be more confident in going out in public and expressing myself. <clears throat> but they ask the wrong questions. How can I be more confident? Confidence is fleeting without the substance of true authenticity. Because confidence is like, I put a nice suit on or I put a good dress on, I feel sexy, or yeah. I feel handsome. Use Comes and goes. Yeah. Mm. But hey, Braden, you look awesome today. Oh, yeah, thanks, mate. You you have a moment that's fleeting that is confidence. That's not real confidence though. Yeah. Authenticity will breed true self-confidence because you have strength in who you are. So think about that strength in who you are, knowing that it works, knowing that showing up as your authentic self will get you the right result. If you don't get the result, it's not the result. I love this saying. If it's not if it's if it, well, it's the end, it's not the end. Like this, it's never the end. So if you're not getting the result that you want in life by your being authentic, that's not the right result for you. Mm. So if you're trying to go out and date someone, for instance, and you're not vibing, but you're being your authentic self and it doesn't work out, well, that person was never for you anyway. 100%. So when you rather work that out then and rather than being fake and then date for five years and you just hate the person because you resent them because they're not like you, they don't know who you are, it's like you don't even know me at all Yeah. because we never actually was authentic enough to show them the real us. Yeah, that's like you go on a date and you, try and you be yourself and then yeah, eight months down the track, you're like, okay, that was me, that's who I was, this is working out. Or they finally find out that that wasn't who you are and you don't and you lie. Yeah, I'm into that, I'm into that, I'm into that. Like you hear the stories like, yeah, I love watching scary movies and going and going to the beach. We're like, I hate scary movies and I hate going on the beach. But then that person loves that and then you get stuck trying to do it and then yeah. it just creates that that's what, that's, fake life. Yeah, when you got through. Sorry, when you got when you have them when you have true vulnerability and authenticity and you, you're able to say no to those things and, yeah. and then do what you want to do. But on the kind of flip side of that, I, I did want to touch on having the willingness to say yes as well for mm. things that mm. you truly want to do. Because I think it's really so it's kind of like a double edged sword. But yeah, and even if that you don't know how comfortable you feel about that yet, because to get uncomfortable would lead to being comfortable. So you may not like you, you may like the way you look and feel because you're comfortable in it now, but at some point you probably will feel uncomfortable. Mm. Making sense? Yeah. Which is you've got to be okay with saying yes to things too, being brave enough to get out of your comfort zone to yeah. grow into your authentic self because maybe you don't know who you are. Maybe you don't know what's authentic to you, you have yet. You continue to experiment and say yes to some of these experiences so then you can figure out what works for you and what, we, what you want to say no to. We joke about it all the time. Like when I was going up, growing up, like I would never have... We talk about my hair all the time, right? We joke about it. <laughs> like growing up, I was always like, oh, I wonder what this person will think, this person, this person. Mm. They'll judge me. They'll judge me. And I got to the point where I was like, nah, it's just the sun. It's just the sun. And I'm like, nah, like I like putting a bit of, you know, color in my hair. Color in my hair. And I was never someone that wore rings. And now I like wearing rings. Like just, I guess, trying new things, getting adapting to it. And then you yeah. see if you like it. That's why I talked about the petty problems. Don't worry about mm. what people are thinking of you. Because they say opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. <laughs> everyone's going to have an opinion of you right everyone is going to so that's the rule everyone's going to have one so why you can't spend all your life worrying about it because you're never then going to feel comfortable I like a bit of blonde in my hair I put a bit of hairspray in mine cool but you know yeah. what a, li a bit a lot whatever <laughs> but the thing is the thing is all that matters is if you like you And well 
you're a great example of that because you go out, we'll go out to a gig with you and you'll talk about being authentic yourself and you'll be like, yeah, so if you've ever wondered, this is this hairspray product, right, right. Like you're so comfortable with who you are and, you know, how you look and how you dress. And get, and like, get comfortable with criticism. And that's why I get comfortable and people not liking you. Because if you master that, you'll find people that... So when I was young, one of the easiest way to lose authenticity is to be around people that are not your type of people. But it's really hard as a young person. I get it. So Because we want to fit in. We we value fitting in with our peers. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't authentic as a young person when I was like 21 to 25 because I was lost. You don't even know that you're not being authentic because all you know is what you know. Making sense? Yeah. But... When I decided to draw a line in the sand, you talk about saying no and saying yes. I said yes to myself. That's permission. Saying yes to yourself is so important. Yes to being authentic. Yes to being brave. And no to the things that are pulling you out of it. I think about authenticity being a socket. When you're in it, you're strong and things will pull you out of it. Can life pull you out your socket at times? Absolutely. When you're having a fight with your partner and you say the wrong thing, you're like, shit, you know what? That I could have done that so much better conflict trauma sadness discomfort will can at times pull you out of your socket but you know what you got to work on putting yourself back in and that's having strength and confidence in that you know it's the right thing to do so for me i actually spent a long time between the ages of 25 and 26 not really having a lot of friends like i, I transitioned out of having friends and not having people that i could hang out with because i was trying to find myself that's probably the most discomfort I've ever felt because for the first time in my life, I felt like I didn't have any mates. I had my family. But I'm like, but I knew that the only way I would find a new friend that was worthy of my authenticity was to be authentic. And if that meant that you didn't like me, I had to run that gauntlet. Making sense? That's why I said be brave regardless of outcome. So I lost a lot of my friends because they were into drugs and we were just doing dumb things together. We were all broken, sad, and lonely. But then I'm like, I don't even know, how to ha- I don't even know where a happy person would be. I don't even know what an authentic person would look like, but I have to trust the process, say yes to it. And it was a lonely one because I didn't have any friends, but I love this saying, so please never forget it. Change is hard at the start, messy in the middle and beautiful at the end. It's hard to change for the better. It's messy in the middle because you're like, I've got no mates, but it's beautiful at the end because you build a life that I've got great mates now, but they're so much more like me. The, the people I want to spend my time with, they're the people that bring the best out of me. When I was younger, they're not bad people. They just weren't the best people for me. So in that 25, 26, you would have discovered, like people talk about going and literally like off the grid, really. Like you've cut out these friends, you developed yourself and developed who you were, what you're about, and that led to living the life you live now. Yeah, that's why, you know, curiosity. Yeah. That's why I say curiosity is a superpower because yeah. you find out more about yourself. And mm-hmm. it's hard to find out more about yourself if you're always around people. Yeah. You know, if you're always influenced by what Tom's doing and what, what Braden's doing. So I kind of knew that the only way I was going to really break free of the influence, because influence is strong, is it not? Yeah. Influence of your peers around you. So you've got to understand that the influence of other people is very strong on us. Oh, have another beer. Have another beer, man. Don't oh, go home. Oh. Oh, you know, the influence of our peers and our friends and fitting in is so big in us. So I knew that taking a step back from that. And you know what? It came with a heap of criticism because my mates were like, oh, you don't want to hang out with us anymore. Oh, he's too good for us now. And that that came a lot with the, the transition of like people giving me a hard time and making me feel bad about it. So just know that. 
people will always try and tear you down and put you down for the choices that you make. Oh, nice shirt, bro. Like people will throw their limitations onto you because they feel less than. That's the truth. Yeah, well, it's important. It's important to recognize that it's that's that's a them problem. It's nothing to do with you. That's because that, but that's because they're out of inauthenticity. Yeah, yeah. Because they're inauthentic. So, because I know that if you're going to give him shit about what he's wearing, you're inauthentic. Because I know authentically, you wouldn't want to be unkind. Like, because authentic people don't want to be unkind. So you saying that to him, it means that you're being inauthentic, which is a representation of you. But that's what we do in life. Do we not? Tall poppy syndrome, tear other people down, make them feel less than to pick us up. Sad thing about life is that what people do. So when people do criticize you for changing or growing, know that that's 100% about them. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Stick with your process and your journey. Great thing. Keep the monkey on their back. Mm. Even when, say, like, for example... So I say to you, Braden, or like, say if I were to criticize you, like, or say something about the hair that we were talking about before, if if you if I said that to you and you were like knew how authentic you were and how vulnerable you can be, if you kind of take that on the chest and like you 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 own it, that's kind of like mm. you might not in the moment just recognize consciously, but unconsciously it's going to be like, oh, there's that respect built, like, oh, he he's just authentic. That's just who he is. And then, and, and then also, builds respect. And people lose power over you too. Yeah. Fair? Because if I'm like, you're a loser, nice clothes, and you just don't react to it, you're like, well, I have no power over you. Mm. Because words have power only if you let them. So the words that you speak have power over another if the person that you're saying it to is lacking self worth and strength because it consumes you because, oh, why are you wearing that? And you worry about it too much. And the words play around, you know how you have to overthink? Keep thinking about what Tom said to me. Yeah. Because your words have power over me. Not because you're powerful over me. It's because my insecurities have too much power over me. Yeah. Well, I'd love you to touch on in that on the words and how they say like you talk about it really well where if someone from another country or another language was talking to you, you wouldn't like say if I talk to you right now and I said, bro, I don't like your hair. I hate your jumper and I don't like your boots. Like, in another language in another language you'd have no idea what I'm saying and you'd laugh I'd have no yeah. emotional charge to it that's the yeah. key so think about emotional charge you could tear me down in another language I didn't understand it. I have zero emotional charge because I have no idea there's no meaning to the words yeah. the only thing that really matters in life is meaning well to exercise that thing off of meaning like, and to, well, yeah, to practice that sense of vulnerability and authenticity I reckon it's definitely like Try not to take things personally. So yeah, if you get those comments, like if you can't, it's it is easier said than done. But try just brush it off. And, and and a great way to work on getting through what you said is what we call like the power questions. Number one, what happened to you? Number two, what it mean to you? And number three, what you're going to do about it? So what happened to you? Well, someone put me down. My mates all laughed at me. What did it mean to you? I felt like I wasn't comfortable and I didn't fit in. What are you going to do about it? I'm not going to stand up for myself and I'm going to sulk about it and pull back from people. That is a disempowering way to deal with your life, yep. to run from your challenges. What happens? My mates were mean to me. What did it mean to you? Well, it's about them, not me. And what are you going to do about it? I'm going to keep being authentic, powerful. Yeah, so it's True? just also about perspective. It, it's, it's, it's always like, what happened to you? My dad died. What it mean to me? I hated myself because of it and I couldn't find happiness and I was so miserable. What did I do about it? Woke up every day, consumed drugs and alcohol and pushed all the good people away that ever loved me. That was what I did. That's not powerful. But what happened to me? My dad died. What it means to me is that 
he was suffering and he was sad and it was his choice and it had nothing to do with me. What am I going to do about it? I'm going to use that experience and make my life better and be a better person. Same experience, same setting. He's still gone, but you change what it means to you. You change your life. Change the meaning, change your life. That is huge. Change the meaning and you'll change your life. We attach meanings that make us feel less than rather than meanings that help us be better than. Well, it's easy to think like that. Easy. Right? And, like, easy. and like we also say, because a lot of saying inspiration in, the, in this episode, but uh, I think I've said before, easy to do, easy not to do. Mm. And so, yeah, it's easy to think of those negative ways and, and mindsets like where you victimize yourself, but it's easy not to do it and instead empower yourself and, and allow, allow yourself to accept and acknowledge those parts that happen to you and then move in a positive direction. Yeah, and, and, and discomfort and emotional discomfort around um, despair. Think about your life is always being in quicksand and you've got to pull yourself out of it. So you've got to work really hard for authenticity. You've got to work really, really hard for happiness. If you want to go to the gym and have a fit body, how often are you doing it? you got to go a fair bit. you got to go a fair bit, two to three to five times a day, seven times a day. But a lot more goes into that as yeah. well. It's not just going to the gym. But your no. diet, diet, yeah. sleep. Oh, then it's the same with being authentic. And so people, but this is what happens. People, oh, I'm really authentic right now. And then they wake up five years later and they feel miserable because you can't just do it once. Mm-hmm. You don't, Just because you feel happy right now in your life because things are going well for you doesn't mean there's no guarantee in six months you're happy if you're not making the choices towards it. You either make choices towards your happiness or choices away from it, other choices towards being authentic every day or choices away from it. That's, that is the mechanics of life. Yeah. How you feel determines what you think about and what you think about determines what you do. You are in control of one thing though, the choices. So just because you're authentic now, there's no guarantee you'll be there in six months if you make poor choices. Just because you're happy now, same, same. So if you're not happy with where you are, always do this. Call yourself out in your own b- uh, bullshit, your own BS. So you've got to call yourself out. It's like, Tom, you keep doing it. And I, I think people only change when they get to this part. Mm. So two things that really change people, pain or pleasure. Mm. Enough pain and I have to and pleasure and I want to. But you've got to get so okay with looking at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm just sick of your shit, Tom. Like it's about you. I'm so sick that you keep saying that you don't want to go out every night, but you go out every night and you get drunk and you leave the same shit every day. The definition of insanity. You're not happy, but you keep doing the same thing. You've got to get angry at yourself in a productive way. Yeah. You know when you're just sick of someone's shit that you know? You tell them. You do, but I, I just don't want to hang out with you anymore, Brayden. You're just, you're just too much work, bro. Have you had this experience before when yeah, it's just yeah, too yeah. much? You've got to get to that point with yourself. I am just sick and tired, bro, of you just complaining and blaming and being miserable and just dragging yourself through life every day and complaining about where you are. That's You're talking to yourself though. Well, that ability for you to put, like, pull those things up on yourself is it disables you to not, well, it allows your ego to not get too big or, like for your, own, for your own head kind of thing. True, man. Yeah. And that's why I call yourself out in your bullshit and the truth will always set you free. People don't like the truth because the truth is, talk about vulnerability. The truth is very, very confronting. Mm, yeah. You're a liar, man. You're dishonest, bro. You're not being real with people. You're in your own way. You're playing small. You're not trying hard enough. These things are confronting, but they are true and they are honest and this truth will always set you free. You can't change something that you're not willing to accept. You will not change your health until you realize that you're unhealthy. You will not change your relationships until that you realize that you're breaking it. You won't change anything until you accept it. So you won't change being 
authentic until you realize that, you know what? I'm being inauthentic. So again, I guess back to the whole part of this is you're going to have to sit with some discomfort Yeah. about, you know what? I'm actually not the person I should be or want to be and I'm playing small. And that should be jarring. You don't talk about triggering. Mm. It should be triggering to play small. It should be triggering to be, not be yourself. It should be triggering to be inauthentic because that triggers you out of it. It helps you think, you know, this is not what I want. If it didn't trigger you, it wouldn't have been enough to you to change it. So just always think about when you're sitting in your discomfort about being authentic and inauthentic, it should probably make you feel shit. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I think we've talked about this a lot of times that wanting to seek discomfort in a way, like, but in terms of so you're, allowed, you're able to grow and evolve to, towards a person you want to, like, want to become in the yeah. future. I would just quickly, if I was a listener, I would go back three minutes and like go over what you just said again because that... It's powerful. Like I'm just thinking in my head right now, but that is very powerful what you just said. That well, whole yeah. And the reason why it's powerful because it's easy to get caught up in how people think about you and feel about you. Your mum. Oh, Braden's lovely. Tom, he's such a good kid. But we know authentically what we're doing and what we're not doing. So we know when we're breaking the surface. Yeah, we know when we're breaking promises to ourselves. Don't worry about break we get so pissed off when Braden lies to me, but we lie to ourselves every day. Did you go to the gym like you said you would? Were you kind to yourself? That's why getting really up in your own grill is important because you know when you're not doing it and you're the only person that knows. But you can say, oh, Jules is such a good guy, but I don't like myself. I'm not honest. I'm taking shortcuts in life. And how you do anything is how you do everything in life, by the way. How you do anything is how you do everything. So you take shortcuts in your health. You take shortcuts in your relationship. You take shortcuts in your job. You take shortcuts in your, with your kids. You've got to be okay with not taking shortcuts and getting up in your own grill being honest with yourself. And even when it stings, man, it stings. That's when you know you're on the right path of growing. Boy, oh boy, well, we. Boy, oh boy, well, we. Heavy in here, eh? Get real heavy in here. I loved it. I think, yeah, we could definitely talk about this all day. And this, yeah, this episode's been good. It's always been in every episode that we get you in, Jules, it's just, I mean, so much I like inspiration. I, I wish stuff. I wish we could talk like that. Yeah, but like, yeah. Like you've you've had plenty of experience, and yeah, Braden is still finding a way. But if we could, we'd uh, we'd hopefully get you on for every episode. But because um, the listeners, I think, definitely would have got something out of this one. Um, yeah. I don't know, sir. So. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I've just learned. Like, I wish I had an iPad right now. Just well, like I can't, wait, I can't wait until we post this episode because I'm. Well, I'm just gonna yeah. go back and rewatch. You guys have been times, being but... very kind. I appreciate the compliments, lads. Nah, but I, I guess the reason why it's, I get so into it, I'm so passionate about because I think it it's so important to people's mental health. Mm. And you know, without getting too grim about it, I don't. I don't reckon my dad would have taken his own life if it was, if it was authentic, because he knew who he was. Clearly, my dad lost his way because he wasn't. Like, you know, authentic people don't take their own life. Happy people don't take their life. He was so lost in his own success, his his identity, the things that he had, that it consumed him in a way that he couldn't wake up every day and be comfortable in what he truly believed in or what he really wanted. He was trapped. Think about being trapped in your own life. And it cost him everything that was great to him, his kids, his family, his life, because he couldn't find a way to get in his own grill, be strong enough to be authentic. And why I share all this is because the downside of not finding it can be extremely, extremely painful for your life and you can just live your life with misery. 
and then misery loves comfort, right? Then you find other miserable people. So know that not being brave enough to find it may cause you short-term pain to try and find your authenticity, but no way near as painful as living playing small for your whole life. Short period of discomfort to find yourself or a life of misery by continuing to run away from who you are. Short-term pain, long-term gain. That's it. Love it, lads. Mm, love it. Well, thank you very much, Jules. Uh, hopefully, you have in a lot of other episodes going into the future and switched on. But yeah, I just want to leave with this. So we talk about a lot of these topics and then so vulnerability and authenticity. I think that's just another tool to put in the toolkit because the more tools you have, the more like the better your ability to stay switched on in, in the multiple contexts in our lives, which is one of the purpose behind why, we, why we're doing this switched on platform like the potty and the videos and the, and the meetups just so we can continue to build those tools or like, yeah, that's what I'm, what I'm getting at. But it's awesome, man. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Thanks, Ace, mate. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, guys. Stay switched on. Cheers for listening and seeing the next one. Woo! Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you liked it, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave a review, all that jazz. We love your support and we'd love for you to continue supporting us. If you want more info and want to know what we've got coming up, please head to our Instagram, chuck us a follow. And even check out our website for more episodes, resources, recommendations, and lots, lots, lots more. Links are attached in the description below. Cheers.